Thanks for tuning in to the Boiled Sports Podcast Network. Boiled Sports, BS all the time. And then you go back and you you watch your film. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta watch the tape. Gotta watch the tape. Gotta watch the tape because otherwise, what do we do it? That's what uh, that's what Painter said in that uh, Field of '68 interview. I haven't uh, seen that. I dude, you gotta watch it. It's really good. Cool. I think you'd be hosting. I think it's a basketball team. No, you. I mean, eh, I'm not. I. It, it's. It doesn't matter. I think we can. We can. Uh, we can do either way. Do you have people at work refer you to, to you by your middle name? Do you want to go or me? It's your call. Really. Welcome. Whoa. Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome hey, to the Purdue Basketball Beat. Uh, along with me is your your usual pilot, Boiler Dowd. Hello, Boiler Dowd. Are we Are wearing the same shirt? No, uh, this is a uh, this is a family thing. Okay, got uh, it. It homemade. looks, but man, you are you're bringing it with my. It's my favorite uh, favorite Martin Vintage piece from, right from from martinvintage.com called Boiled for uh, X percent off. I'm not entirely sure what the discount 15 is. Now. Fifteen now, fifteen percent off. Literally, they were affected by the best. Yeah. All the garbage that happened last year. So. so we need, we need, we will support our people. So 15% yeah. off boiled at checkout. You can get this very comfy sweatshirt, but yeah. anyway, you look sharp. Hello. How are, how is everybody doing? Uh, good on this end with the exception of what we lost, uh, what happened last night. Um, how about you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a weird one. Uh, the, the gate, the, the, uh, Maryland is always a weird game. I always come away not impressed with Mark Turgeon. Same. Um, you know, like I, I, I don't know how long he's been. He's been. He, I feel like he's been the coach for over a decade now, and I don't have any idea what his teams do. I don't have any idea what his specialty is other than recruiting DC, yes. the DC area, and that's about it. Like I, he's I don't know. At, he's good at getting those guys in there, and, and the thing that I would say. Um, and, and I think this is kind of, it's, it's not different than IU right now, right? That really Archie Miller's thing that defines him is his ability to get talent at the door. Maryland um, generally has very, very good size top to bottom, right? I mean, and this is the funny thing. You look athleticism at athleticism kind of too. Yeah. Usually size and athleticism. Yeah. Is but they, they kind of... looked to me, they looked bigger. They weren't as um, long and uh, quick as they've been in some seasons, mm-hmm. right? I think his ideal teams, he had two or three NBA players, what, three, four years ago. Yeah. He had the yeah. real tall white guy with the floppy hair that annoyed the hell out of me. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that I really don't remember his name. I son remember remembered it right away. Sure. Um, uh, but he had like a bunch of guys who were like six, nine, six, ten, and had seven foot wingspans. Right. Now he's got guys that are probably looks like six, eight, but they're bigger. They're, yeah. they're stronger. They're put together a little bit more. And that was a big storyline for me last night. I was watching a couple things. So a couple guys struggle on defense anyway, but Thompson specifically was struggling, right? He, he had a hard time staying in front of his guy. Whenever they decided to body him up, he was in big trouble. Um, but it seems like Purdue was so worried on uh, of the to get that physical contact right and to make sure they weren't getting pounded in the lane that they left the three open over and over and over and over. It was that switch. It was that late switch. So yep. you know Purdue had you know two man game going kind of at the in the middle of the first half 
which was among the least entertaining halves of basketball I've ever watched in my entire life. That <laughs> you, was you remarked about that. That was horrendous. Uh... I had nothing to say after yeah. the first half. It was awful. I think it was something like seven minutes. The last seven minutes, both teams scored nine points total. Like it was like three field goals, just yeah. awful. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't because they weren't getting looks either, right? There were shots know, being put up. That's the thing. It's like it looked. It looked like a rec league. It looked like a bad rec league game. Yeah. And it's like I have no, I have nothing for this. Right. But um, the two man game with Ivy and uh, and Trevion, who are it seems like Purdue's best players this year, along with Sasha, I suppose, um, are you know that was going early and that got Purdue going late when they, I think finally hit their stride and they went away from that. You know, they kind of got spooked by it. And the thing that experience teaches you, you know, uh, uh, Maryland's guards were our junior is one, one is a junior. Ayala is a junior and the other guy's senior. Mm -hmm. And all they did, the other guy's a little stockier. Yeah. All they did was that two man game, like for four minutes, and that was enough. And they hit these, you know, these three pointers at the end. And even the last time Purdue played Maryland, it yeah. came down to free throws at the end. Right. And yeah. so, you know, Maryland is, you know, I think not as good of a team as Purdue, but the gap isn't that far, just like the gap between, you know, you know, a, a top 20 and a top 30 or 40 team isn't that big. The gap between, you know, Purdue, which is probably, I think, correctly somewhere in the mid twenties and Maryland, which is in the, you know, low also receiving votes, I think in Ken Palm, um, you know, they're somewhere in the thirties, like, uh, or no, they're, they're 40 basically. Yeah. Like, that kind of surprised me. That's that about that low. I, I, I thought they'd be like right by Purdue and Purdue's I, I, what 25th or something yeah, like that. right Yeah. Now? And they were favored. I mean, like they came into yeah. it, Ken Palm had them at, as a one point favorite. Vegas had them as a two and a half point favorite. They ended up winning by one. I mean, like it, you know, it, it um, yeah. people are calling it an upset because of that number in front of them. But again, yeah. I think the gap between a lot of these teams um, isn't as big all. And, you know, the what's thing their we, conference record right now? Uh, right now it is four and seven. Okay. So, so that's, I think that's the, another rub that people see that right away. Even mm -hmm. the, but the weird thing is if you really look at their, you really look at their schedule, the, the teams they've beaten, it's a pretty incredible. They, it's, I mean, it's not bad. Like this is a really good, I think they're actually in, in, you know, Ken Palm, they are, you know, they had a win, a, you know, a close win against Illinois. They had a close win against Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they just beat Minnesota, which seems to be easier and easier to do. Um, you know, it's, do you think they're, do you think they're hitting a wall or do you think that people have figured them out? Because who, part who, of which that, one, who we Minnesota, talking about? Minnesota. Oh yeah, I I think they're. I don't know if they're that good. Uh, you know, I you know, I, it, it's a very similar thing to Turgeon, which is I don't know what they do as a program. I I know Carr is really good, right? Um, you know, and and Hunter did a great job when Purdue played him earlier yeah. this week. But you it know, wasn't I, like he just did a good job. He he made him disappear. Mm -hmm. Entirely. I mean, that was the thing that was crazy. You wouldn't, if, if you were an untrained, you know, not a basketball fan and you turn that game on, you would have no idea who the star on that team was. Yeah. I mean, like, and, and 
that meanwhile Purdue was you know on or specifically you know Newman was on fire yeah. in the second half. And so can I can I pick up something with you you, you said earlier? And I, and I and so so and I and I I wanted to talk to Michael about this too, and I would love to have maybe a forum of the three of us or Jay involved in, as well because I'm not used to co- I'm not used to coffee during uh, this is coffee. It's not, very nine, weird, nine and I've just bourbon, got I swear, and I've just got water. That's crazy. You're just it's hydrating. Weird. It's like really a, weird. just yeah, hydrating. I mean like a healthy person. Doesn't this make is what I've learned when I've been is as I get older, this is what I learned. Yeah, I feel like I've been dehydrated for 99% of my life. <laughs> just like it's always. I well, according now, to every doctor, right? You're supposed to it's so much water you're supposed to drink. And that's why I drink this mega thing. Like I feel like um there's a lot of housewives that carry around these things in my uh, area. Hey man, uh, all you need is a little carabiner that attached to your belt. Exactly, you look great, adorbs. man. Um, you but look the great. yeah, the uh, uh, it's I am I am with you. I've always been dehydrated, but I, but but I've made a conscious effort to drink a lot of water during the day. So so this is my I, I made fun of because this your is skin, like a baby bottle. Your skin looks great. It's it cool. hydrates your skin. It's yeah. Great. The white in the beard gets accentuated by that hydration. Yeah, it's I guess. okay. It's fine. Yeah, but okay. So, um, so Michael and I started this discussion, and you kind of jumped off of it just a second sure. ago. Okay, why do you hate Brandon Newman? I hate him. No, <laughs> he. So he had this stretch. I love it when he is. You know, early in the game, he was in gunner mode. Yeah. You know, he wasn't hesitating. I love that. Yeah, I, he is not an eighty percent three point shooter like most players are so what <laughs> what happened it seemed like tonight yeah. was that it kind of regressed back to you know the mean if you you know if Still you are good, a, though. what he's 42 43 oh yeah so then very good but, but the problem is he had a stretch at the end of the half where it was an awful missed three like i don't think it hit much um, if it hit Wheeler anything, had a complete air ball. Wheeler, let's yeah, play, that, we'll talk but, about Wheeler later. But they were um, right in succession, weren't they? Yes, very close to each other. Very, which, and it was at made the it end worse. of it was at the end of the half. The yeah. offense was kind of flailing at that point, um, and so it, a badly missed three, yep. two turnovers, which are those drive and kick, but you have no plan as to where to kick. See what makes Le- people those like LeBron because he what, gets what up. Makes, what makes people like LeBron perfect is that he does not drive without knowing the exact geometry of the right. floor. And right. the problem is when you watch that, you think it's just as easy as, hey, he decides when he's in the air. And that's what we were doing way too many times yesterday, which is, you know, I think I think Purdue had something like 11 turnovers at the half yes, uh, that's to right. to. Uh, Maryland's yep. I think four or five and all almost all of them were that drive and kick to nowhere mm-hmm. and you know you can't be looking around when you're in midair under the you know uh, you're under the basket and so he w- he did that twice and then missed another three yeah. and I think he didn't have it going earlier and I think that just you know he still got nine minutes in the second half but I think that just kind of you know t- turned his green light off um it, it did and, more than but this is the thing that i'm i'm so bothered by and i and i said to you guys off, off of uh, off of here that it seems like and i think it's a pretty good quote so i'm going to quote myself okay um, of course <laughs> uh painter gave uh brandon newman the carson edwards treatment when edwards was a freshman mm-hmm. painter gave um ivy 
the Carson Edwards treatment when he was a junior, mm-hmm. right? And you look at the numbers. Uh, Newman was one for seven shooting, bad, obviously. Mm-hmm. And and Ivy was five for 13. Mm-hmm. Not good either. And especially the, I, I got to tell you, though, there are some things that I saw yesterday from Ivy that that I thought we wouldn't see till next year. Yeah. His, his decision-making all of a sudden got better. Like yeah. the, he, he got double teamed one time, pulled back, waited for the double team and then dumped it into Travion, right? I think that maybe that was the mm-hmm. dunk that yep. I thought ended the game. I thought Purdue had won it right then. They should have, because they, they that yeah. was something like, you know, up five with three minutes left to play. But they got I up mean, five or like, up seven times. Yeah, I think it was actually, that was the up seven with yeah. about three minutes. And then they were up five with about a minute and a half. That and should have been. Did you light your cigar at that point? Like, Oh, I yeah, it was great. Actually, it, it really, you're always looking for that bucket a stop at a bucket after five if you're Purdue you're always looking for that but to me that's the difference um the Carson tree so I think the lesson Painter learned from Carson is what he's giving to Ivy and it has nothing so both of them are great players I think Ivy and and Newman they are great players now they will be even greater players later in their career no doubt but Newman is in you know is a shooter is kind of a pure shooter and, and you, know, a scorer. you know and exactly ivy is a creator yeah right and that using where the... he came in and the guy was set up for the charge and he slid oh in then he did something you saw watch his legs in air he like moves himself i was like whoa the it's like it's like uh you know uh too many nba references here but you know like derrick rose back in the day or john morant now yeah it's you're you're almost afraid because he hits the ground so much and he hits the ground violently and he always springs back up but it's like oh man he kept grabbing his arm right i know and the the wrist because the same thing he was holding the wrist earlier in the week too um and that's a little scary i don't need I don't need Jaden Ivey, my favorite player. So, on so team. let's, 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 you, you give me a, a, there's a something to jump off on there. Um, I was on Instagram yesterday, two days ago, and Ivy posted something of himself, which I think is hilarious. All these guys, you know, they always say something like, you don't even know me yet. You know, that oh. stuff. I love that. It's like psyching himself up. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. It's great. That. And then like, it was funny that Wheeler was like the first comment, go to bed. It's late. Cause it was after they had flown in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I, you know, you see the humanness of them. I love it. And then, so I've always, um, I don't know if I've done it with you, but you, but with my son, I always compare Ivy to a very, very poor man's John Morant. Okay. And I didn't know all the other things happening. And then the next comment was John Morant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What just happened? Like it blew my mind. Yeah. And then was his mom saying two of my favorites. And I said, yeah, and I was like, and I said, what happened there? And he said, oh, his mom used to coach him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. It's, so that's it's, why. So he's, he probably is fashioning his game and his look and his persona after, cause he always liked job. That's my yeah. guess. Right. And be, and he's a star. I mean, like, you know, it, it's, yeah. you know, he, John Morant is a star and legit. And Ivy has that potential, um, you know, and the, the problem is he's not a point guard yet. He has everything. It's I mean, he's still a lump of clay. So, you know, he's still got so much to do. So the lesson, I you think, think he's a point Painter, guard, though. You think he's, he's going to be a point guard for Purdue? I think no. I, I think he's a, so I think he's a pro. Yeah. And I think he's a point guard at the NBA level. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so I think the best development way to do it. So the, you know, the reason that Ivy and, or I mean um, that Morant and, you know, players like Steph, you know, take the point guard route is because they are the lead guard on a team where they're the lead guard on the team where they're the entire team. I mean, the Murray state team had some good players on it, but it was Morant, you know, Davidson. They had a fat guy, which I always love a fat guy. Oh, it's your biscuit eaters. The biscuit eaters are the best. But um, at Purdue, it's going to be a little more difficult, especially next year. You know, next year is where the roster glut kind of gets a little crazy because Purdue legitimately has 11 really good players that could be in the rotation that will be in the rotation. Um, And, you know, someone is going to get cannibalized there. I'm afraid it's going to be Thompson. Um, You know, I'm afraid it's going to be Wheeler, but we will see. And it kind of also building a roster like that where players like each other reduces the likelihood of, you know, a ton of transfers. Mm-hmm. which is you know i can't see too many of this core transferring you know to go get more playing time because it seems like they genuinely love playing with each other which yeah. is something we didn't see last year and it was something that made last year not fun to watch either um but for yeah, you ivy feel the chemistry problem was major last year for but for ivy the putting the ball in his hands and letting him create it's very similar to at this point to the way Hunter kind of runs the floor, which is neither of them are point guards, but both of them can kind of slash to space with or without the ball. And that's kind of the problem. There is no kind of floor general, which is what we're used to. There's no, right now there's no Carson creator because Ivy is not quite there there, yet. Um, And then especially with Sasha out, I mean, the, the floor geometry, the only way to space the floor with Sasha out is that you know is i think playmaking through trevion and slashes right to do multiple things is important the yes. funny thing is so like you know if you watch the post game comments after um after the minnesota game from from painter about newman he talked about he said Go to your strength, shoot the ball, pump fake, get him off the ground, take the shot. Instead, Newman knows he's a good free throw shooter, so he's trying to get to the rack, and he can't yeah. finish there. The funny yeah. thing is he is so close he's to being st- able to finish, too. To me, he looks like he's five pounds away from being able to finish. Like, just absorb a little more contact, right? Because the ball does like this, doo-doo. Yep. And it's that core strength. Like, keep doing it. Yep, it's that core strength. That's the thing is that I – when Ivy gets his shot more consistent at like new, you know, like Newman usually. Yeah, yeah. And when Newman can finish around the rim, like oh. Ivy, they're going to be a, a, just a wrecking ball. Check out AJ's. They got 20 beers on tap. And when you are in West Lafayette, you know where to go for boiled sports, favorite burger. That's AJ's eat AJ's.com. Um, so, so do you can do you agree with my assessment? See, I think these two next year, and I don't think we need to wait after that. <clears throat> I think it's that soon. Give them a year together of training, lifting, whatever. It's like this fire and ice combo. They their mentality is so different, and they are such good complements to each other. I I, I simply oh, yeah. can't wait for that development. I mean, and the thing the thing we have to remember is that are that the rocks of this team are. Trevion and Sasha, and they're both juniors. Yeah. You know, 
and and then you've got a piece like hunter who comes in and hits these like mid-rangers that i again speaking of thought uh, shots that i thought were kind of put it out of range he had that pump fake dribble into the mid range. That yeah. is a bad idea for anybody except him on this right. team. Right. And it's, he's just money from he's that money. range. He's money, but he's, but he's not. And that's the, when he's still he's not, not very consistent. good at finishing with, with comp, uh, he's not going to do well with, with contact and he doesn't shoot the three at all. Like, like you, every time he shoots, I'm like, Oh no. And sometimes he, he's absolutely, those shots are wet. Right. Mm-hmm. But most of the time I'm like, no, 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 no. When when there are other when everybody else has it going, he gives a dimension that isn't there. But the problem is, like yesterday, you know, Hunter was in Hunter was the wrong kind of invisible. Hunter against Minnesota was a defensive menace. Yeah. But you know, he didn't need to score offensively because Newman was Newman had it going. Um and Ivy Ivy was all right. Um Hunter is still the leading scorer all time in the state of Indiana, correct? It's wild. Yeah. It it like so this used to happen when Katie was the coach. And I and I can think of a specific example. Um I guess Link Darner was not only a great shooter in high school, but he was a cocky great shooter. Mm-hmm. Like I have a story of a friend who said he was at a game, Darner was playing, and he comes up. And he was running point, you know, shooting guard. And he comes up and he looks at the student section of the other team, splash, and then just watches them going back. I was like, Link Darner sucked when he was at Purdue. Like, <laughs> what happened? Like, because to me, the ability to shoot a J in a packed gym is still the same, right? Now you've got Hunter, who's completely shifted his game to being, okay, I'm a facilitator right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure the offensive offense runs. He really doesn't look for his shot right now. Which no, is- and that's the thing. He is playing. He is filling a role on the team more than he's playing to his strength. Like he's doing what the team needs him to do yeah. to, you know, to be entirely fair. Um, and awesome. it's not it's in his, I mean, it's not in his wheelhouse. It's not his strength. And yet he's still doing it. He's being a lockdown defender and the lead guard. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I kind of cut him a little more slack than maybe, you know, as a junior, you know, he should, he should be a little, you know, he should be a little sharper, but he's, he's totally not in a, you know, in the right, um, you know, in the right position, but, you know, that, back to next year, you know, if you have, Sasha coming back and looking like this. I mean, Sasha's looked incredible this year and not just offensively. He's looked like Purdue's best wing defender, which is not something that that yesterday we cannot discount the importance of not having him yesterday. Gosh, because they needed that so Mm -hmm. badly. We talked about it off the site again, where we were saying, man, the drop up from, to me, from Newman to Thompson on defense mm-hmm. so big because of just the simple length of the arms. Both of them what, get out of position yeah. all the time, right? Yep. But Thompson can at least get, or uh, pardon me, Newman can at least get a hand in his face. Sasha doesn't Morton. get out of position very often. Yeah, same thing. Morton is as young and dumb as Thompson, but uh, that wingspan, long. man. Morton's Boy, long. And so he can, he can, even if he's a step slow or even if he's a step in the wrong direction, the length you know, uh, helps. It's not like Thompson is, you know, isn't long. You know what I mean? Like he's got a long wingspan, but yeah, he, but against a team like Maryland, like it's, but it's he weighs, really he, tough. I kept saying this. He's he weighs skinny. 160 pounds, mm-hmm. yep. maybe, right? He might weigh 150, 155 right now. Yeah. He's yeah. so skinny. And so those 
wide bodies on Maryland, they were just a tough matchup for mm-hmm. him. It, this, I was very frustrated yesterday, last night at the end of the game because Maryland was getting open looks over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And that I felt like, I just felt like Newman would have done a better job than Thompson defensively specifically. Maybe, maybe. 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 And that's the thing. We can do this all day. So here, I'm going to fight myself here. So I was frustrated with some of Painter's decisions. I was frustrated with the half court sets at the end. Specifically, it looked like they ran an ISO two or three times with Ivy as the point. I was like, man, this isn't Purdue's offense. I don't know why they're doing it. Hunter was buried in the right corner. Mm -hmm. I was like, what are they doing right now? Yeah. So, so I'm frustrated. So that's, that's one side. The other side, is the people on Twitter who seem to have given up on this team and Painter altogether because of that. This happens every loss. You and I deal with it. You hear it. I don't get it. If you're listening right now and you're one of those people, I, we had a, I had a guy that uh, he thought Purdue was going to lose. Okay, fine. I thought Purdue was going to lose to Minnesota. This game, Maryland, I really didn't know where to think, but he thought they're going to lose. And then he went ahead and said, told you, I, like, I, I don't understand. What the hell do you root for? What's that? So first of all, I don't get it's it. basketball. This isn't football. You know, good teams don't win every single game that's on their schedule. The other right. thing is that if you can't watch this team and have fun, oh man, like I don't get it. You're not watching the right even in sport. spite of the the crappy first half, like you were talking. It it's was still bad. it that didn't it bad. didn't lose me. But I didn't no. I, this team is so fun to watch. Michael said it, you know, earlier this war, maybe last, you know, last weekend that this might be one of the most talent rich team that painter has had. Yeah. And that is saying something it's, I mean, it, well, next and year, that, that so roster young. is way talented, more talented and than the Trevion comes and Trevion comes back. You know, Trevion yes. comes back. Sasha yeah. is coming back. Uh, you know, you have these two, tremendous power forwards you know, uh, recruits that are coming in in Kaufman and what's his face first um, yeah. like power forwards or centers you know that are going to be have there. you watched he's Kaufman's highlights over. yeah oh he's it's he's, gonna he's be Vince awesome. Edwards but more explosive and and quick yeah I'm and like, I, what is not to like there and Boy, to me oh first is a first is another first is the guy that takes over when trevion leaves you know it and he, he is you know, he plays post. with some anger to him yeah. which i love he wants to rip the rim off the glass that's i, I both uh Edie and you know and first play with that yeah. and it's something that purdue, as much as purdue has all of these seven footers you know uh Juwan johnson aj hammonds uh, you know, um, even Isaac Haas, uh, you know, it, it harms obviously none of them ripped nice the rims guys. off, like nice you guys. know, even to the rim, they were nice and they were good, yeah, exactly. They were all really nice guys, <laughs> they're too nice. Yeah. Uh, Edie plays with a it's not mean, he just wants to, he's only interested in dunking, dunking the ball, yeah. He's like all of us perfect. when we're playing on an eight foot, hoop. yeah, which is great, get there however you can, right? Yeah. And keep yeah. the ball high because you're seven four. Yeah, and you know, dunk it down. That same thing. First place, first is smaller, obviously closer to Trevion's size, but um, yeah, not his girth, but his size. Right, and he plays with that same ferocity. Something I I heard on um, the broadcast, they were saying that Painter says that uh, Trevion is the best rebounder that Purdue that he has had 
at his program. And I'm like, Ooh. are you sure about that? Are you Ooh. missing a guy? Are you, 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 are you know you what? Forgetting? So here, t- so here, if you look at how they get there, right? Biggie and Trey, right? Yeah. You look how they get the rebounds. Biggie was a damn genius when it came yeah. to geometry. Yeah. Like he understood where the ball was coming. To. It was yeah. amazing. His anticipation was incredible. Travion does it with his number one, his arms look Man. ridiculously long. And when he hit that ball, touches his hand, that's it, it almost never gets out. He had one yesterday that surprised me that he had two hands, but there were two Maryland guys knock the ball out. Right. But generally he, he makes not only rebounds, the catches he makes with the mm. horrible entry oh, passes. His hands team. are incredible. incredible. His hands are truly incredible. Yeah. And that's the thing. He is still this team's rock. I made a joke that kind of a joke that Gillis was this year's MVP, mostly because Purdue had nobody to fill that role. Right, I didn't right. think that anybody was going to be kind of solidified at that power. Yeah, thank God spot. he has developed oh, that quickly. Right. I'm, and, and you know, that to me is why I would still give him, you know, the MVP because that's value, right? It's yeah. if he's not there, if Trevion's not there, at least we have Edie. If Gillis isn't there to take the primary four spot, I don't know who does that. I don't know who does all of the things. I actually think the safest spot in the roster mm-hmm. is going to be, Mason Gillis because he does all of those things. Yeah. Um, which is wild because we have Kaufman and we have, you know, uh first coming in next year it's going to be Trevion still and Edie. So there might be a, gl- a little bit of a glut up front for at least a year, but that makes Purdue kind of the the front court do you like just tough. Do you like my comparison? Because you didn't comment, maybe because you don't like it. Because I know you 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 look at other teams in the NBA more than I do. Do you like the idea of of Gillis becoming Admiral Schofield type? See, to me, the size is similar. The kind of anger they play with is similar. They're intimidators, which I love at their size. It's even a, the- Schofield was a different level of athlete. Like, oh, yeah, you know, but, Schofield yeah. was that that kind of athlete uh-huh. kills Purdue every time. Right. I mean, like, you know, right. teams with that kind of dude. Um, it's tough. Yeah, that's the same. That's why Illinois. So, who do you see Gillis as? I think I, this to me, it's something I've been trying Ooh. to wrap my head around. And people have, have have compared him to Eifert. I'm like, I don't think that's fair to Gillis because no, to me, he's a better basketball player. Eifert's Eifert's yeah. levels or his uh, efforts ridiculous. Gillis has high high motor, yeah. And his to me, his understanding is coming along. Oh right? yeah. Um, but is there a guy that you think of right away? Oh, I need mean, no, not right away. Um. I mean, it's just, he, he, it's putty. Like he's the guy that yeah. fills all the cracks. He does all of the, you know, it, it's, it's really good to have a guy like that on kind of every, you know, on every team. Eifert is a little bit, I understand why people are doing that because he's filling that role right away. But remember he filled that role right away that Eifert got to with four years of experience. Um, He filled it with zero, like he filled it with zero games with zero experience almost right away. Yeah. Um, And so that level of comp like immediate competence, um, you know, Landry comes to mind. Mm-hmm. But but even he was much more of a scorer. Like he played it, a little more laid back type it, of game too. You know? Exactly. So it's it's a little it's a little difficult um, for me. Gillis is way, funny though. to me because he looks to me he's pretty athletic. Yes, but he looks like a tryhard guy too. Yes, exactly. Which is which why I, I love. Think, yeah, I'm like that's awesome. That's hard to get 
a guy mm-hmm. to do that, I think, you know, who's that skill. But the thing is, like Painter says it and he means it. If you play like that, you're getting minutes. Right. You know, if you if you and I think that's also why Ivy continues to get it, because Ivy's motor doesn't wax or wane with his with the shot and whether the shot goes down. I mean, in that way, he's coach's kid, right? So he's like, like yeah, yeah. He terrifies me. Like I yes. don't even realize. Just like oh. I, he puts the ball on the floor, and I'm like, oh no. Oh yeah. What's going to happen? It's insane. And I keep saying he's like a baby giraffe because you're like the arms and the legs are going yeah. directions that shouldn't go, <laughs> right? And then he finishes. You're like, what just happened? Because he all of a sudden will gather right before the hoop, mm-hmm. right? So there, there's an immense amount of potential, and the coach's kid thing is real there. But at the same time, um. Like, I don't think I've seen enough of what I saw last night where he, he paused for a second. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that was a new thing and that was very good. And it happened quickly. Now, if that stays installed in his game for the rest of the season, I think the rest of the conference is in major trouble. Like just the, the people that are in Purdue's path, because I think Sash is going to take, you know, maybe I'll yeah. take a game or two to get underneath him. But with Sash coming back, his ability to, to make things steady and hit that three when Purdue's not scoring. Mm-hmm. That's so the, important. This is the big, the, the, everything else can be fixed. Everything else can be fixed. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem are those four literally you, every time I write, a post game it is they Purdue goes through a four minute stretch without scoring a field goal it, it's <laughs> every game yeah and uh, that is you know they're they're going away from Chervion for some reason during those stretches and they don't have kind of a go-to pairing you know they don't and to me it, when that you know when that happens ivy's a great free throw shooter like you were saying yeah. just go to the ivy um trevion two-man game and see what happens right. like that's the if you if you are you know 90 seconds without scoring you know three let's say three possessions mm-hmm. just go back to that that's your bread and butter trevion williams is the guy that gets buckets on this team yeah yeah. And, you know, Jaden Ivey is the creator. So just go back to put, you know, go back to that and rest easy. And thankfully, in the second half, it was Edie that actually got Purdue out of it. And, you know, you know, there was that, I think, stretch where he had, you know, that accidental offensive rebound and yeah. put back. They ran him. Was that the one where he turned to the outside and, and made that? So that was right after that was yeah. right after that was a baseline out of bounds where he did that kind of spin play, but that's he usually... lost the ball and then gathered and shot. I was like, that was impressive. Yeah. And it was because that's something I didn't think he'd make early. In the yep. season. Um, and then he had a post hook, like a normal post hook, three straight possessions to Edie. And all of a sudden the offense is humming again, again, especially without Sasha, like just get it into the two bucket getters. Like, Trevion went nine for 12 yesterday, which tells me he didn't shoot nearly enough. Right. You know, they, right. he wasn't fed the ball nearly enough. And that yeah. is the, the thing to they fix. They were packing this. it in on them, right? I mean, that's that, that was the hard thing. Purdue's really bad at entry passes this year anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had three guys around him every time they Purdue was even looking that way. So to me, if you would have had it again, had it had one or two guys, obviously Thompson's ability to hit a couple threes was really big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why, you know, paint kept them in. But the um 
if you could have had somebody else soften that up just a little bit and make them re- yep. respect it, it would change the geometry difference. of the floor yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I mean, there but were times, I, yeah. there was one time where uh, I think it was Ivy and Travion towards the end of the game, Ivy drove Travion was getting in to get the rebound. And it was like four of Maryland's players were there. Mm-hmm. So it was like two double teams. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I think Travion somehow found a way to grab the rebound, go up and, and get the, get two shots and then he hit both the free throws he did that twice yesterday mm-hmm. by the way that's a big deal get a purdue great or get one with one of the military branches on there from your friends and family or even another school they have some other licenses you know there's only one school that matters to us though here gridironmetalworks.com our pals purdue people to me if you're a purdue fan and you're struggling with seeing the good things, even in that weird, bad loss. And I think that's a lo- ugly, lousy loss. But you don't see the positives of the way Travion's playing and the the steps forward these freshmen are, are taking. And I'll go next step. I think Sash being out, there's going to be something in the long run that oh, we yeah. learned a lot here. Oh, yeah. This is a very, very good. I actually think, I mean, like, I I kind of wrote this where it's like, I think it's a better, it's better to have lost that game. That game teaches, I think, Ivy, especially a lesson, you know, especially late game. I don't know how much of it was play calling. Maybe that's why Painter was letting him play the bigger picture. The, the, I don't. I, th- I often think that play calling late in games in basketball is very overrated. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you put your trust. These are practice habits. You put your trust in your best players and they have to make the decisions on the fly when they're out there. It's not like football where, you know, the quarterback is getting the call in their ear every play. Right. To me, that game, I hope makes Ivy a little bit better of a decision maker, mm-hmm. you know, instead of going ISO every time it is figuring out how to, you know, change the geometry to make the entry pass a little bit easier yep. or calling for the screen and hunting a matchup like Ayala was for uh, Maryland. Like yeah. that's what you have to see. And again, to your point, the joy is blowing out is spending the last month blowing out Minnesota, beating Ohio State and uh, Michigan State and Indiana on the road. Right. And going two and four without Sasha. It's I mean, two ranked teams in that group. That was a that's a big deal. That's that's a the rest of the way, you know, Northwestern, Minnesota, you know, Michigan, five games, Michigan State, got to get some wins to me. You know, so important. You've you've got so Ken Palm, three out of the next four are favored to win. Okay. Um, Penn State and Wisconsin are both one one point toss ups, and then you know the closer against Indiana um, yeah. at home. Hopefully that is a fifty point win. That would be great. <laughs> but all of these are a ton not of asking for too much. It's just a fifty point. But win. you know, to me, I think Purdue is already so at the beginning of the year. Again, it's always it's always you know. Um, worth doing this no matter what sport you're thinking about go back to your expectations at the beginning of the year and calibrate what success was then to what it would be now if you said you know we saw real strides from ivy and newman one other freshman um you know took you know took a leap or you know made a real name for themselves Mm -hmm. and trevion and sasha look great purdue makes the tournament 
that's a successful season because uh, you're yeah, loading absolutely. up. Yeah. Right now, I think Purdue's in. Like I like Purdue with the, with the with road win, the road conference wins. Yeah. Like it would be pretty difficult to see Purdue missing the tournament. Yes. Yeah, so so the, uh, this is asked the other uh, day. I did a, a live cast after the Minnesota game, and, mm-hmm. and somebody asked, "Is Purdue in?" And I was like, "It's so early." Exactly. It's early to so say early. that. But you're you saying, can. based on what you've seen, and same yeah. as me, right? They still have they still have work to do. Like these next five games versus unranked teams, you really need to handle your business and go three and two, period. And I think I think. This could be a chance they've had a four-game winning streak this season. If they can match that, they're in almost perfect oh, yeah. shape. I mean, right. if, if Purdue has 11 your conference wins, right now we have seven conference right. wins. Right. 11 conference wins, I think it's yeah. – They're in. I, you know, they're in I, at that point, yeah. That, because, again, we have to recalibrate because it's weird. We're not used to 16-win teams being yep. clearly in the tournament. But, like, you know, it's a weird year. Right. Um, the But that's your threshold. Like, getting to 15 wins – means that I think you're pretty comfortably with the resume that Purdue has, I think we're pretty comfortably, you know, in the tournament Yeah, and I Purdue's well on track to do that, you know, barring a collapse again, if that collapse happens, then you have full right to say what the heck is going on here. But I don't see that, you know, I don't see, I I have a difficult time seeing this team doing that. And so it's a success. I mean, like, I, I don't see how we are tra- like Purdue is tracking for anything other than success as we marked it early yeah. in the season. It's funny. I, I was on uh, Twitter late last night, just kind of always a good decision. By always the way. good. It, there's, it does nothing bad comes of it. No, you know, you no. sleep like a baby. And, it's great uh, for the mental health. It's really good for the mental health. Um, I was what I was trying to do is watch IU comments during the Illinois game just to hear what they said. And there's a couple IU fans that I've actually grown pretty fond of on Twitter. Um, uh, Martha the Mop Lady. I don't know, know who this guy is. I love. I this don't know. Guy. It's hilarious though. He's great. Um, but uh, he said something last night, and I wanted to share this with Purdue fans because I think it's important for perspective. At one point, IU had four freshmen on the floor, and I think Miller's trying to send messages. Yeah, it's they're, they're not going the right way. Because but he, he said been, we've he got a Purdue vibe happening right now. Yeah. To me, Purdue fans, you got to understand. He said, "Oh, so we got Purdue energy happening." To me, that is such a huge compliment, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a bigger one that you have. Purdue, you know, has had four freshmen consistently play five in this group. You know, I I still have faith in Morton. A lot of faith. Oh yeah. Um, like I just, I just think this guy's gonna be so damn good, mm-hmm. um, and like you said, his 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 physical ability plus his length, those are those. He's that's Gumby. a good combo. Yeah. He is Gumby, man, and his decision making to me, he's still passing against guys that are my height. That's the yeah. problem, right? He's not passing against you. It's like when you and I were playing basketball at, yeah, at two five world chicken. headquarters, yeah, and you chicken. threw my shot, embedded it into the wall. Because I wasn't aware that, you know, you say you're what, 6'4"? Six, six, yeah. Five? Okay. So 6'4 and length is a problem for me because I'm 5'4 with no length. So <laughs> I turned around and you threw the ball so, like, it was so horrible. But that to me is what Morton's dealing with, right? I'm used to playing Dowds, which doesn't pre- prepare you for basketball. <laughs> And my, my one brother's a pretty good basketball player, but I'm used to playing people that are between five, seven and five foot four. 
the, the cream of the crop. Yeah, that's where you want to be. On the yeah, basketball. exactly. Yeah, no, Morton will get there. Yeah, um, but this year, to you, honestly, to me, we've already seen enough from Newman and Ivy and uh, and Gillis to say that you know you slobber on these are rotation players you know yeah. yeah these are rotation players now yep. like next year that you know with another year of experience again all of this is rebuilding and retooling and if purdue makes the tournament you know looking good with a bunch of road wins you know in the last three weeks at indiana at ohio state at michigan state no matter how weird michigan state is as a team this year yeah um you know, it's that we're, we're feeling good. And this is fun. The whole point is not, we don't get rings. Like the thing is, we don't get rings if they win, but what, what about all the get, money you pay for salaries? You I know pay? exactly. We get joy. Yep. Like if you're not watching this and feel joy when knowing that Ivy is, you know, one of the more exciting players that you could have on your team that right. Newman looks like, you know, each one more yeah, light, so smooth. So you know smooth. what I mean? Like it, yeah. these are fun things. They've got two like ferocious centers. Like it's just, it's really fun to watch the team. It is. You and I, you and I've talked about this a bunch. And I, I think one of the things that you love, uh, I think you love the NBA draft and the NBA because you like oh, that guy's going to be awesome, right? Yeah. The potential yeah. play. You like that. Part. That's what we got here. And that's where we are right now. That's what and we and, got and here. to me, I've been eating that part up this yeah. season because I'm like, shoot, the future is amazing. Like, it's so fun to think about next year for me. And yeah. and I, I, I can't see, I, it's, I don't usually get this, like, I haven't gotten this up about a Purdue entity, meaning a basketball or a football team since the baby boilers. Probably baby boilers. Yeah. Because and even, then before that, it was like the, the, the late nineties, early two thousands yeah. football teams. You're like, Oh my gosh, they're going to be good again next year. Yeah. Like this is fun. Eight wins is fun, but are they going to win a hundred next mid- year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not ever going to win 10 games, Ryan. That's, that's something you're going to have to live with. Exactly. A basketball national championship. That's to hold your head on that because that could, you know, because that wow. is less unrealistic than, uh, you yeah. know, you see Clemson. <laughs> Goodness. You see like Goodness. Clemson or Ohio State and Bama playing this different space alien sport. Yeah. Yeah. That's different speed. The Ohio State, though, you know, it's, it's, it's the kryptonite effect, but you see Alabama and the Clemson and, you know, these other teams. Yeah. Meanwhile, you see blue bloods this year in basketball just floundering around there's i mean this is what i would say purdue fans regardless of your opinion anybody's opinions on you know the uh you know the pro path to the pros to compensations to any of this yeah advocating for an easier path or a quicker path or an academy path to the nba or like the secondary option, you know, uh, you know, G League option. So whether you're going to the draft as an 18 year old or you're going to the G League getting paid and then hopping to the NBA, mm-hmm. like Purdue fans should be rooting for that because you're oh, seeing yeah. it this oh, year. Yeah. 
Kentucky, Duke, all of these teams that all of a sudden relied on, you know, freshman talent to come in and buoy them based on the level of excellence that these players genuinely are, mm-hmm. are struggling with this kind of the, a shadow of this reality. Meanwhile, Purdue is young, but they're the kind of young where you have these really good players that fit like yeah. Lego pieces together. Yeah. And then you have age that is anchoring them. Mm-hmm. These are the kind of teams, I mean, you look up and down at the top 25 and that is what, you know, it's the combination of kind of these athletic young players with these sound, you know, that's, you know, Baylor, Gonzaga, Michigan, like Iowa. See how many seniors Wisconsin. Am I right about this? Don't they have like six seniors on their roster? Yeah. That makes no sense. No wonder they're good. I mean, like. That's incredible. In this era, that is just nuts. So to me, these are the kind of things, you know, this, the way that Painter builds his team, at least in the short term, as the as the blue blood, traditional blue bloods are transitioning, like figuring out how to transition to kind of this new reality, you know, Gonzaga's of the world are thriving. It looks like Michigan has already figured it out. Oh, I mean, man. Jawan Howard terrifying. is they're awesome. I mean, like, I, there's there's nothing to say. Like, you know, you and their roster is stronger next year. Oh yeah. So that's you know, to me, there are there is competition in the Big Ten, but it comes from Michigan. Right. You know, it doesn't come from Michigan State or Ohio State or whatever. Michigan is back up at the top, yeah. and so you know that is who that's who Purdue should be, you know, aiming at. Meanwhile, Dickinson, I mean, like, you know, the Dickinson and Trevion battle next year is going to be wild. You, th- you don't think Dickinson's gone? I think he's gone. I don't know. It's a weird draft this year, and I'm not entirely sure what anybody's going to well, do. He's so. proven to everybody. He's so good. So I have good. been writing him notes, telling him to go pro. Hi, I am big female agent. basketball fan. I am agent. <laughs> yeah, different perspective. Hello, it is agent. It is me, Agent. Uh, again, see you soon. Hugs and kisses. Oh, uh, it's. I mean, you know, and Garza is gone, so I was going to take a little bit of a dip. Yeah. Like you know, Cockburn, it's, uh, Desam, Desamu were both gone, right? I don't know about um, Illinois. I don't think Desamu is gone. I think Illinois. Might I think he still... will be gone. Oh, yeah. People said he was close last year. I think he will be gone, especially since they didn't. Really, they haven't taken the leap that I think he thought they would. Um, I think they should. I, I, they should. For some reason, they're stumbling. But anyway, like they're still, you know, they're still an excellent team. It's funny. Because uh, Archie was hired in the same summer that Brad Underwood was hired, mm-hmm. and it's the difference in program. It's trajectory. wild, yeah, it's wild how not well Archie is working and how yeah, well look at look at they Underwood have a defi- they have something that defines them. Illinois yep. does. Now they're they're tough. So well, this has been a fun conversation. Uh, maybe we can do it again uh, in the next week if the weird schedules allow. Uh, maybe you guys can have a traditional basketball beat. We can do it. I don't know. Everything's fluid. everything's everything's in flux at the yep. World Sports Headquarters, just right, like right. it is in the rest of the world. But we'll yep. do our best. We're reacting. So appreciate yeah, you tuning in today. And uh, Anish, I appreciate you putting putting aside time in daylight hours to record this. this handsome basketball beat hour. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, have a great day, guys. I love you. Have a good afternoon. Good day. 
This is The Basketball Beat.